I'm Pastor Brian Paulson, and this is The Message. We're glad you're listening here in Libertyville, in Lake County, or around the world. Center your heart now with the prayer for illumination. Listen deeply to the scripture and allow the message to speak God's word for your life. Praise our hearts, O God, to accept your word. Silence in us any voices but your own, so that we may hear your word and also do it. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Good job, Cole. <laughs> Today's passage invites believers to cry out. Perhaps one of the most profound ways we can raise our voice is in song, as the choir will offer for us today. This passage encourages us to proclaim the glory of God, which is constant in every time and season. But the verses begin with a prayer that God will send comfort, a commodity that is in short supply across the world today. This passage is an invitation to consider how we might shift our focus from what is fleeting, like grass of the field, to that which endures, like the steadfast love of God. Listen for God's word. I'll be reading from Isaiah 40, uh, beginning with chapter 1, beginning with verse 1. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak compassionately to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her compulsory service has ended, that her penalty has been paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice is crying out, clear the Lord's way in the desert, make a level highway in the wilderness for our God. Every valley will be raised up and every mountain and hill will be flattened. Uneven ground will become level and rough terrain a valley plain. The Lord's glory will appear and all humanity will see it together. The Lord's mouth has commanded it. A voice was saying, call out. Another said, what should I call out? All flesh is grass. All its loyalty is like the flowers of the field. The grass dries up and the flowers wither when the Lord's breath blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass dries up, the flowers wither. But our God's word will exist forever. Go up on the high mountain, messenger Zion. Raise your voice and shout, messenger Jerusalem. Raise it, don't be afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Here is the Lord God coming with strength, with a triumphant arm bringing his reward with him and his payment before him. Like a shepherd, God will tend the flock. He will gather lambs in his arms and lift them onto his lap. He will gently guide the nursing ewes. This is the ending of our reader from Scripture today, reading from Scripture today, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On uh, Friday... I forwarded to the mission committee an opportunity to assist orphans in Gaza. This opportunity was sent to me by a friend and colleague who is the imam at the Islamic Center North in our community. Uh, this opportunity arrived uh, to me just shortly after I had 
received uh, new information about uh, some of the trauma and the orphans in Israel uh, that happened on October 7th. This was sent to me by leaders of the Jewish community in Chicago. I, I share this news about orphans today because I want to tell you about the Hospital of Compassion. Now, some of you may remember that uh, through the Presbyterian Disaster Assistance, we support an Anglican Christian hospital in Gaza City named Al-Arabi Hospital. In the recent ceasefire, they received some fuel and they are uh, full of wounded uh, folks and orphans too. Um, but the Hospital of Compassion that I name today is the Ostidale della Pietà in Venice. Now that uh, place began in the 14th century. And the only way that an orphan, and they received only girls in this place, in this convent, the only way they could arrive is if they were small enough to fit through a, a small hole that was cut in the wall of the convent, just enough the size of an infant. So those nuns raised these children. They provided along the way also care for the poor of the neighborhood. Eventually they added a hospital, and finally they added a music conservatory for girls. Uh, these girls who arrived as orphans grew and matured with voices of angels. And they became known as the Filie di Coro, Daughters of the Choir. And they were widely sought after for performances throughout Venice, which is the home of this Hospital of Compassion. In the year 1703, a 25-year-old musician named Antonio Vivaldi was hired to teach violin at the Hospital of Compassion. And during his tenure in those years, he composed the very piece that we will shortly hear, Gloria, the name of a movement in worship, Gloria, the expression of glory to God. Gloria, the same as we sing week after week in response to the grace of God, the forgiveness that we receive from God in Jesus Christ. Forgiveness of our sins. Glory be to God. In days such as these, we're tempted to just give in to despair because the sin of the world is so obvious and feels so heavy, so great. And then when we try to cry out about so much injustice, if we think critically, we begin to realize each of the glass houses that we all live in. The division, the violence, the vengeance, the anger, the anxiety, it's all so overwhelming. But into this world of ours, even today, the prophet's voice speaks. In verse 1, comfort, comfort my people. 
And then as we read along, we find ourselves identifying with voices in this scripture. In verse 6, we ask as we are confounded by the events of our time, what shall I call out? And the answer comes back saying, all flesh is grass, the flower withers. Well, thanks for that. Merry Christmas. Not helpful, prophet. Then the voice continues and the comfort arrives, reminding us the word of the Lord endures forever. That word is a steadfast love, a reminder that we come from God and we return to God, a reminder that there is a steadfast love which endures forever. Now in verse 11, Scripture tells us God is like a shepherd. So today I want to tell you one of the most poignant moments that I lived as a pastor. You may know the word pastor derives from the Latin which translates as shepherd. I received a call from one of our elders on session, a filia di coro, a daughter of our choir. She was living alone, and on that day she was confused. She was in her car. She had pulled to the side of the road. She didn't know where she was or where she was supposed to go. So I kept her on the phone, and I got in my car, and I had her describe where she was, and I, I found her. As I talked with her, we arrived at the conclusion that she needed to get to the hospital. And as I looked her over and we talked, I felt, and she did too, that she could drive. So she followed me and I shepherded her to the hospital where after some careful checking, the doctors discovered a brain tumor. You know, there are not many times when I truly feel like a shepherd, but that was one of those days. I suppose I did all right. But Scripture tells us that there is a better, stronger, unfailing shepherd for us all. God is our true shepherd. So Scripture tells us to get on a high mountain and sing that out to all the world. Of course, that's easier said than done some days. Our friend Esther's weir. She rose into the arms of her Savior not long after that day of shepherding with her. But I'll never forget one of the conversations we shared in the hospital. She said, Brian, you know, there are days when the skies are gray, dark, and covered with clouds. But I've learned that the sun is still up there. You just have to climb high enough to see it. Friends, music can carry us through the clouds. And in our music today, we sing glory to God, glory to the one whose love is steadfast, 
who conquers all sin, who carries each one of us, each orphan of the world, and calls us to a higher place, a place of peace, hope, even joy, and love. This I deliver to you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening on our podcast or through our YouTube playlist of sermons. Be sure to forward this message to someone who you believe is seeking God's word today.